Hi, everybody. It's your host, Marva, and this is a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And today's episode is going to be about my son Rain's journey with speech therapy. Um, as of January 29th of this year, Rain started speech therapy for his diagnosis of mixed receptive expressive language disorder which is the reduced response rate to directions and questions, reduce expressive vocabulary, eliminate reciprocal interactions. Basically saying like, Rain didn't understand how to use language properly and he also didn't know how to reciprocate language back to people in a proper way. Doing this was the best decision I could have done for him because Rain is utterly the smartest person or child that I know. He can absorb anything within seconds minutes days he learned something so quick and his the way that he was responding to people or interacting with language did worry me and his dad at first but it wasn't like um an urgent thing to you know take into matters because he would talk around us he would have small conversations with us me and charles rarely talk at home we're very quiet people unless we're talking to like, you know, family or something. But it didn't really bother us because it was like normal, you know, normal interactions with him. Um, it would frustrate us as parents and him as a child that he couldn't tell us a lot of things, especially when it's things that he needed. He would just cry. He would misbehave. You know, he would lash out. And of course, those type of interactions was they were stressful because it's like at a, as a parent, you want to. You want to help your child. You want to know what's going on. You, you know, sometimes we, we take, you know, those, those type of reactions as misbehavior, but honestly, he was, it's like a cry help for him. I went through a company called Expressible. Um, they picked a speech therapist for me. I'm very grateful for her because she's very patient. Um, she's very informative, very, very understanding. Um, she asked me so many questions that I didn't even think related to speech. You know, how Rain interacted with his cousins, his siblings, um, how he played, you know, with toys and stuff like that. At the time, I was not giving him one-on-one time playing with him, which is my fault because, like I said, the way I grew up, I was very independent. And because of that, I feel like my kids should be independent, which at, in this case, Rain don't, doesn't need independent play. He needs a one-on-one because of the way he intakes language. It's better for me to be face-to-face -face with him, talk to him about things, you know, show him things, you know, be like, oh, the bunny's purple or, oh, the bunny can hop, you know, talk to him like that because then he knows what things are and he absorbs those words and he's using those appropriately. From January up to now, Rain has been able to answer yes and no questions. He's able to tell me things. He's, you know, able to ask questions. He's able to tell us what certain things are, you know, be very informative about certain facts of things. He's very imaginative with his play. Very, He loves to do pretend play. Um, as of last week, rain sessions were, well, he was doing Sundays and Wednesdays, but now his speech pathologist has dropped it down to only Wednesdays because she feel like he has progressed and, you know, exceeded his short-term goals. The long-term goal right now is for him to 
complete speech therapy by January of next year. Um, the only thing we're kind of having a problem with is him not wanting to do screen work with her because we do everything from my phone, like on Zoom. He doesn't like to look at things on the screen on the phone. So it's hard for her to be like, you know, show him a graphic and ask him questions like that. But just off evaluation and her, you know, you know, evaluating how me and him play during speech therapy, she has concluded that he's doing a lot much better with speech. Um, if you have been around Rain, you know he rarely talked. And if you've been around him recently as of like the last two weeks, you know he won't stop talking. Um, the boy comes in here constantly with a toy and is like, Mommy, what's this? Or mommy, what's this color? It's a blue car. He'll tell me, you know, like he'll answer me like I'm the one that doesn't know. He's like, yeah, it's a blue car. I'm very proud of his progress. Um, it was a hard thing for me to realize that I needed to get him help because in your mind, you're like, I'm his parent. I should be able to help him. But nothing that I knew of or could do for him was not working and it didn't now that I look back on it, it was so silly for me to think that that oh I I I didn't need outside help, you know, and because this outside help has, you know, encouraged me like, hey, just do these simple things and just me by you know, by me just sitting down and giving him one on one time, you know, even if it's like thirty minutes an hour a day or here and there throughout the day, it has helped his speech a hundred percent the boy would not talk to us he would look at us strange if we said certain things you know he would never want to the most he said to Jalen was like you know calling her name and showing her things but now he's talking to her they can have little conversations he wants to play with her he wants to do things um it's just so fun to see how he's blossoming um the other day was Mother's Day and we went to my sister's house and this was the first time he played with his cousins without wanting to play by himself. He, you know, did bubbles with them. He played with the chalk. He told them bye when he was leaving. He hugged my niece. Like these were things he would never do. And I'm so happy I got him this help and I'm so glad that, you know, my family and my friends have been super supportive in this journey. I haven't had anybody judge me or him they're very happy to see him become himself and it's been such a good journey i love it so much i know i'm gonna keep being repetitive when i say this but it was so fucking hard to push myself to do this like it literally took me to like almost damn near break down get angry you know and be like okay i just gotta fucking do it now you know because you know, soon he'll be in school and I don't want someone else to be trying to put a label on him or to make it seem he's something that he's not or make him a label. You know, I want Rain to be Rain. I don't want Rain to be, you know, his disabilities. I don't want be Rain to be his disadvantages because he's way more than that. He's I was way more than mine. So I want his ability to use you know, speech or his language to be so more than what it was before he goes to school so that he's excelling in his best, you know, in his own way. I also don't want to hinder him. I want to be able to be his number one supporter. I want to make sure that I'm doing everything as his parent 
to make sure that he is his best. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm failing my child. I'm a bad parent. I'm a bad mother, especially because I'm the one with him 24 seven, you know, I love that I did this. Um, I love that every, like I said, everyone around me is very supportive of it. His speech therapist is fucking awesome. I just feel like, you know, if you have these type of situations with your kids and you're getting frustrated, they're getting frustrated. Don't ever think, and I know this is so cliche to say, don't ever feel like you can't reach outside of your household for help with your children. This is all a learning process for us. You know, God didn't necessarily make a parenting manual for us or, you know, say, hey, this is what you're supposed to do in these certain situations. You know, if your kid's not speaking or talking or using language, right? Um, this is what these people go to school for. This is what they spent hours of studying, testing, um, and schoolwork for. You know, this is what they do. And this is what their job is for is to help us you know, help us within our household, help us with our children, help us or help the child. Um, and like I said, this thing will, is still an ongoing journey. Like, like I said, it dropped down to one session a week. So tomorrow, well, this will be uploaded next week, but tomorrow in real time is his first one week of one sessions. Um, we will take a small break in between now and mid-june between like in between now into june because his speech therapist is getting married but other than that i mean i have the tools to continue on to help him until she decides that you know we're going to switch things up again um a few things that i did buy him or encourage him to play with i don't let him play with an ipad which i had already been cut out before i started speech therapy um he doesn't watch you know, anything that's not on TV. So he doesn't watch the phone. He doesn't watch an iPad. He only watches TV. Um, he usually only gets TV when he's in his room because we don't have um, a TV downstairs in our living room. So anytime he's in his room is the only time he gets TV time. We do a lot of books. We do a lot of um, blocks, cars, millions of cars, because there's so many things you can do with cars, using expressive language like, oh my God, this car is red oh the car is going so fast Rain, can you make the car go slow Rain, can you make the car go fast like that's how i use the language and teaching him like what the language means with toys um he has a nugget couch thing um as of lately he's made it into a house um sometimes he makes it into an ice cream truck because it has like pretend ice cream things um Last week, he was really into balloons, so my mom bought him a balloon and a pump, one of those manual pumps, like you just like up and down and pump the balloons. We made a bunch of balloons. We made balloon arrangements. We put balloons on top of his uh, playhouse with the nugget. Um, we sang happy birthday because he's relating balloons with happy birthday. Um, I've, you know, asked my speech therapist plenty of times, like, how can I use these toys to reciprocate language to him you know help him out and she's been so wonderful like she'll after every session she gives me evaluation of that session she gives me advice on what to keep doing um i always ask her what kind of toys does she recommend she always gives me you know non-electronic toys because it's so much you could do with just blocks it's so much you can do with like 
magnetic tiles, you know? The the key is to make them so imaginative that their minds expand with language. You know, it's not just about the things around us. It's it's like, you know, clicking into their imagination with these things too. I do love Melissa and Doug toys for pretend play because it's not like you have to buy so many things extra. Like you could buy that one toy and it comes with everything. As far as like him knowing like ABC's color shapes, he learns that all with Miss Rachel. Um, I I love her because not only is she like, you know, singing songs and stuff, but she's actually, you know, she does sign language. She does the sounds. She does, you know, examples of the sounds, you know, examples of how you can use the letter. Um, the words, you know, descriptive, like, okay, if she was saying dog, she would be like, duh, 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 dog, show a dog. The letter of the day is D, you know, and then the song about a dog. And then she's going back to like the letter D again. You know, she's doing things like a preschool teacher would. And I like that because it's kind of hard for me to get his attention sometimes. So it's easy for both of us, for us to sit down and watch it together. And I reciprocate some of the songs with him and Lennox so that I'm showing them expressive language or, you know, reciprocating language to them too um i have had to talk a lot more be a lot more patient but that's just part of being a parent and i'm happy to do that for him also these things i'm modeling for him you know i'm hoping that it trickles down to lennox she loves the itsy bitsy song and she does the little hand thing she also loves one of the miss rachel songs she's always like hop little bunny hop 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 little bunny hop 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 and lenny's like pops on her butt like a little bunny and it's so cute i'm very proud of rain he has came a long way with speech and language i honestly thought my baby was a mute because he would be so damn anxious around everybody that he would not talk at all like it was almost like he didn't know anything when i know for sure he knew a lot of things it was almost like he was just scared to talk or like he was just going blank in his brain like how do i talk to my cousins like how do i talk to my aunt like what do i do and i'm so glad that he's so talkative because i was a talkative child um overall i i love this experience it's been positive um i hope that you know if you guys are ever like you know, having that brink of moment or brink of time, you know, where you're like, should I do this? Should I get outside help? Yes, is the answer because you always want to do the best for your children. I feel like a lot of times that parents think they know the best and sometimes we don't or we are scared to say we failed at something. I definitely failed with the speech part with my son because, like I said, I assumed he just needed a lot of independent play. Um, I'm not a very affectionate person, like I told y'all. So it's hard for me sometimes to just be like, you know, let's sit down. Let's do this together, you know, um, because I was such an independent child by force, not really by, you know, because I wanted to. And that's hurt me as an adult, too, because now I don't like to be social. I like to sit at home with my kids. I like to use the excuse that I can't drive and that I have my kids all the time so I don't have to be social. And, but I don't want that for my kids because, you know, I want to heal in places where I'm helping them so they don't have to heal in the same places. 
really that's about it about his speech therapy it's you know very simple because he doesn't have any other complex or difficult situations or diagnosis like you know i know it'll be different with other diagnoses but i only know about his which is the mixed receptive disorder it's fairly easy you know i just have to give him a lot of one-on-one interaction with play use a lot of words with play you know and just give him all of my free time when it's time for him to play also talk and have conversations with him be very descriptive with words so that he picks up on things and he's visually seeing it so he knows how to use it appropriately i also don't i try not to talk in slang around rain or baby talk him because kids pick up on shit like that so i try to be very formal with language so that he's not picking up on things like you know how like we might make up a word for something i don't want to do that because i don't want to confuse him and i also don't want him to go to school and then be saying something is this when it's really not that and it's not because he doesn't know that but because he thinks that's how you're supposed to word it or use that word um so i try to be very formal when i'm talking to him here and there throughout the podcast, I'll try and give you guys updates on it. But as far the biggest update was that he met his short term goals and that the sessions dropped down to once a week and that, um, you know, I'm very happy with the results of just from the end of January to like right now we're about to become mid uh, May before his fourth birthday. He's done so much better and I can't wait to see what he's going to be january of next year you know what he'll be saying you know what he'll be doing or how he'll be using language hopefully maybe i can get him to sit down and do a podcast with me and he can stay on topic maybe that would probably be really fun to see how a four-year-old would talk on a podcast because I, I i've seen a few people on um uh, tiktok do podcasts with their kids i know two chains did one uh i can't think of this one guy he has curly hair and he has a daughter named sailor they do one uh, together and it'll be awesome to like feature him on him and see, you know, the world through a four-year-old's eyes. As always, thank you guys for listening, you know, and this was a little bit of this, and a little bit of that. <laughs>